Okay, so welcome back to episode 7 of Who Scored Again, our weekly podcast where we take a look at all things football. For the second week in a row, I'm delighted to be joined by my two co-hosts, who are now definitely my co-hosts, Inakshi and Tushar. Welcome back, boys. I'm really glad to have you back. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. This Looking is, forward to being here again. Yeah, so we've we've had some very constructive feedback regarding the Lord last podcast. Um, so some of us, I remember, I think someone came through with asking us if we had any sort of credentials. So I just like to state off the bat that we have no credentials. We're just long-suffering fans that have been following the sport for the better part of 20 years. And um, yeah, I think it, it just basically boiled onto a point where we... We we have these these discussions on a week to week basis anyway, so we just decided to put them onto a podcast and share them with people who may agree or disagree with our opinions. So that's really where it came from. Um, and second, I've been told to like not be so monotone because this podcast apparently has been swaying in other directions, directions I didn't intend for it to go to. So hopefully, I'm a lot more lively this episode. It was okay. I mean, news. It was also Tushar's birthday on Sunday, so happy birthday. He turned thanks, thanks, thank you, guys. Uh, okay, so we shall not reveal his age, but he turned a year older. Uh, and we are happy for him, I guess. <laughs> 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 well done, bro. You made it, made it through the year. Anyway, uh, this week's <laughs> this week's agenda, we'll take a, take a look back at some of the notable international fixtures from last week. Uh, we'll also then proceed to take a look at the Euros, considering we're at in, on international break weekend, and uh, look at some of the favourites, as well as uh, some dark horses who we think are do have a shot at the tournament. Uh, the, after which, we will have an in-depth look into Gareth Southgate's England, uh, if he's the right fit for the job, um, what me, uh, what our starting 11s would be and what and, and just general consensus on uh, on the team. And after that, we'll have a look at uh, the weekend's fixtures because the Premier League is back this weekend uh, with an eye towards uh, fantasy as well. So I think Akshay has some insight that he'd like to share with us. And that should be at the latter half <laughs> at the latter half of the episode. So we'll get to it. And after all this intense planning, uh, we will come back for next week's episode where Tushar will have beaten us again after having not touched his FPL team for the last couple of months while we continue to break our heads and try to navigate our way through it. Anyway, on with the show. International break fixtures. Did anyone watch any games? No, I didn't have time. So the, the timings are a bit, bit weird for us. It's late yeah, night yeah, games yeah. and slightly difficult to keep up with uh, international fixtures, you know, on a general note as well. Mm. Because there's just just too many games to watch, and don't know which one to end up watching. I think I think that's a very valid point because uh, over the last couple of months, at least every few days, there's been a game of sorts. So I, I don't know about you, but I've reached some sort of football fatigue, and it was nice to like cut away 
for a bit this weekend. I did keep an eye on some of the results. I think uh, the a game which we predicted to end in a draw turned out to be the most exciting of the week, uh, which was Turkey versus Netherlands. It I think it ended four two or five two, and Buruk Vimas at the age of thirty five scored a hat trick, which was insane. Um, it was a pretty close game. Uh, Depay missed a penalty in the nineteenth minute, and just complete chaos. Um, France drew to U- drew against Ukraine, um, and then they played. I, I'm, they played somebody else a couple of days later, where Martial went off injured. So that's not that's not a good sign for United's front line and possibly their Europa prospects because they don't really have any strength and depth. Um, given Cavani's uh, recent injury record and uh, Mason Greenwood's um, not so consistent form, England I think beat Albania two nil. I think it's the uh, and they and they beat San Marino five nil on the night before uh, in the game before the San Marino game. Let's be honest, they're, they're part-time farmers, accountants, bankers, delivery men, whatever. Farmers league. The farmers, <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're basically. Not uh, England always beat San Marino by a large score. As a matter of fact, through the World Cup qualifiers, they, I don't think they've lost a qualifier uh, game since 2009, uh, which is all well and good. But when it comes to the tournament, that's generally where they shit the bed. And yes, I think the Albania game was something I kept uh, in. Uh, I kept a close eye on, and they were really bad in that game because Albania hit the post a couple of times. The England evidently have a United problem where they don't know how to break down low blocks. It took a Luke Shaw cross to get to Kane to score the yeah. opening header, yeah. and I think Kane had an assist uh, for Mason Mount who knocked in the second. So England looked really unconvincing, and we as and I have been backing them in tournaments for a very long time at this point. So which brings us to our next conversation is about the Euros and. Generally, who we think are firm favorites to win it. Uh, so, Akshay, I'll, I'll, like, you go on. Who do you think uh, could possibly take the Euros this year? I think Portugal has a very good chance of winning it again this year. That's um, they have a very good. strong team. Yeah, uh, Ronaldo's in form. He's even though he's become a old, he's still in form. He's killing it at all stages. Um, the midfield is a good uh, good mix of young talent and um and i think they have the chances to win the euros this year so i got bruno they have bruno yeah so they but bruno doesn't yeah. get penalties <laughs> yeah unfortunately he's not he's not that influential in uh, the international games for uh, portugal as so, he is for united so i i read this stat about how this current portugal team has played all levels of national football together i mean most of them anyway the crux of the team have been together for the under 17s under 20s uh under 23s They're together for in the wolves team also right yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like Ad, ronaldo and bruno and then wolves and then wolves. You, you basically have <laughs> the portugal team yeah i mean they have a, they have a really good squad i think pedro neto is also portuguese they have uh, daniel pedens who is portuguese uh dear with jota ruben navas ruben navas uh navesh no navas navas yeah ruben navas yeah uh, that guy whatever huh? him they have Ma- him mutinho mutinho is old now i don't think he plays as much but they have dear with Pati- jota Pati- uh, patricio the keeper mm. so they have jota. a good team 
Jota. So that's actually not a not a bad shout. I I think. Oh, Jota. Yeah. 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 I didn't ever realize Jota. Yeah. yeah, Jota. Jota is also a, a a Portuguese player. So the squad is pretty packed with talent. I think they have Semedo at right back, who's not the best going. I mean, defending, but he's pretty good going forward. Um. I think Cedric Cedric plays for the national team so I think he's he'll be covering in at left back. Yeah. So Portugal are great. Um it's actually and they team. have uh, Conce- they have Cancelo also who's Oh yeah, um, of course. Yeah. Oh wow. Instead of any of these oh. people that are naming. <laughs> what is this team do? Okay. And they have Ruben Dias as well mm. who's uh, this sudden burst of Portugal talent like Yeah. And they like, have Ron- ba- barely they still have anybody like like 10 years back. except for ronaldo now now they actually can I mean they can't take ronaldo's place but mm. he's not the main like the the the, the center isn't pass the ball to ronaldo and just yeah but they're not anymore not anymore yeah. yeah can you imagine bruno like taking the ball and just trying his random shots <laughs> different i don't know how these guys are going to survive for the next two years because the euros is this year then the season kicks in I think the season goes on uninterrupted till uh, December of 2022, right? Yeah. The World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, the World Cup is next year. It, it always seemed like oh, an eternity away, but it, it's we're here. We're already here. Yeah. We lost. We've lost a year because of. Uh, yeah. Oh, they COVID. have. Hey, dude, we forgot Jao Felix. We forgot. Oh yeah, Felix. <laughs> we forgot Bernardo Silva. We forgot uh, Danilo Pereira from PSG. Yo, wow, what? that's a headache to pick a team. <laughs> Ruben Dias, the centre back. <laughs> that's a good headache to have, actually. Yeah, so much depth, dude. Dude, they have Ruben Dias at centre back. Can you imagine this team? They're not conceding. I mean, and if they play as uh, as conservatively as they as as City do, they they have a pretty good. Chance. They have Pepe as well, who's uh, he's a red card waiting to happen. Okay anyway enough enough with portugal those do you have a favorite for the tournament I actually feel like germany can pull it off mm. like the the team the, the team is basically bayern munich with some extra <laughs> yeah, the german thing that they do i think that would do a good job but they're just getting old that's the problem there's a new crop like, coming uh, through no No, but they've they've uh, removed uh, uh, what you call. He's not there in the squad, right? Lewandowski, you know, right? He's po- he's Polish, bro. He he's Polish. Play. Sorry, sorry, not Lewandowski. Muller, Muller's not there in the squad. Right? Yeah, I think he had a falling out with. Yeah, uh, and yeah. and even even the the Bayern Munich defender, what's his name? Nicholas Sule. No, the old guy, tall guy. Sula Boateng, nah Boateng, yeah. Mm. So even Boateng is not in the squad, but those two guys are like killing it on fire for 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 like Bayern Munich. But they don't like he doesn't take them in the German squad. That's the only problem. Mm. I feel like they might be a little bit aging, but I I still think the way the system that Germany plays, mm. they play to beat everybody. He's uh, like, quitting. He's quitting after this year, right? Like uh, this is his last tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is last tournament. Mm. I heard that. Mm. Uh, 
I I would have generally picked Spain, but Spain don't look that good. Yeah, they look so, horrible. So the tiki-taka hmm. has been broken down. Like everyone knows how to break down tiki-taka now. Hmm. So that that system. And I think that they have to come up with a new system. Gone as well. Yeah, the glory days are over. Hmm. Yeah, that golden generation is gone, right? Yeah. That Torres. <laughs> I think yeah, no, but I think who's coming through the uh, through the Spain squad right now. They have uh, Rodrigo. They, as far as I know, they um, they have aging centre backs in Ramos and uh, PK. I think Jordi Alba is still playing. He's not on the squad. I think. No, I don't PK's think playing. he's on the squad. He's playing. He's playing. His name wasn't on the squad. So I'm looking at it right now. Hmm. um they have um busquets also who's becoming old busquets is old yeah they're all old yeah so they have um yeah i, I don't it's was an aging squad i don't don't quite know how they'll do well but you you don't really uh you can't tell with the spanish team if they manage to just cuz you can never tell in like a cup in 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 a cup tournament right it's just um Yeah, I there's think, a lot of luck, hmm. right? And especially this year is just going to be shit because, like you said, it's such a congested fixture. Hmm. Everyone's going to be injured, and and a lot of people might actually choose the Euro to take a break. Yeah, say like I'm injured or I'm taking off because they want to prolong the career. Very simple thing. Hmm. But I think by the time the Euros roll around, uh, people will be back in stadiums, right? Hopeful. No, oh, hopefully, like hopefully, hopefully, I can think, never yeah, say right. Know, right. It's too early to yeah. say what's going to happen. Like, we, we, we're just getting hit by a second wave, so mm. you don't know. Yeah, we, we, don't know. <laughs> we generally yeah. don't know because, but I think by vaccinations will, will I mean, especially the drive will have picked up within the next couple of weeks or months, to say the least, because. Um, now i think major parts of the world younger the people our age are uh, being are invited to come and get vaccinated yeah hopefully uh, yeah it would uh, suck to i just think from a, from a footballer's perspective you're just like uh, i want to have a longer career where like i can play in 34 35 mm-hmm. but if i overexert myself this this these, these two years then y- your life's going to shorten by a lot Yeah, so, so yeah, you heard what Bale said, right? Bale basically came back to Spurs to uh, to get fitness yeah. for Euros. <laughs> like already compounding. Yeah, that's really funny, right? It's like yeah. you know how you and yeah. me, like you go to A three, Bale goes to starting. Anyway, so my yeah, my pick for the tournament, I think, is the World Cup winners in France, uh, because. they are i mean i'm looking at this team and i'm thinking holy shit what is your weakness i think their one weakness is their is their right sided defense because they have pavar um they have mendy on the left kimpembe and varan in the center uh with with zuma and longley to come on they have lucas dini at left back who is pretty good with pretty good cross of the ball their midfield is angolo kante and dombele uh pogba pogba and your front line has um 
Mbappe. Uh, it has, yeah. Of course, you have Kylian Mbappe. Mbappe. You have. I don't think Griezmann is the player Griezmann. he was. Uh, I think. Kovac, I don't know if Giroud will be. Yeah, he, I don't know if he'll he is going to he'll the. Be, he'll be used as a power sub. No, no, he's super sub. He is definitely sub, starting. He's definitely starting. I'll tell you why also because. The last World Cup, he didn't score a single goal, but yeah, but he played. Yeah, he. Yes, like I yeah. Yeah, because he's very uh, central to Deschamps' system, by which I mean, so Deschamps plays about four to three one essentially, and uh, what he and Giroud is the hold up striker, right? So he holds the ball while Mbappe, Dembele, Coman, Martial, and if 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 he goes bomb either side and cause overloads, um, and like it causes the the midfield to come through as well. So I I generally think France have a chance of retaining of like. Uh, going all the way the, they did lose the last one painfully so i think that that may spur them on uh, to win the tournament okay uh, yeah now, actually he he wins all those aerial duels for them right yeah and then so, passes the ball i i yeah. he is uh, i think obviously mbappe is, is 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 has more to his game also because of his age but in terms of a striker i think giru is one of the best in his position for like what he does i think he also has a lot to um especially when it comes to the champions league this year they will def- he's already decided one one tie uh he's definitely going to be involved in a fair few more so i have giru for uh, my my dark horse this year i'm uh, sorry my like uh, as in one of my star players and basically france as um my favorites for the tournament and i will quickly go through your your dark horses who do you expect to win i really think uh, belgium could be my dark horse no, not given enough uh, support to that team mm-hmm. they have a very good team um, good lineups good attacking uh, options as well mm-hmm. uh, lukaku is in form scoring goals kdb is in form for assisting the goals <laughs> um, so i think they have a chance of winning they, as well they actually have a really good team i think the defense is a bit suspect uh, they have uh, i think the loss of hazard will hurt them Yeah, but Hazard has not been the player he was, right? Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. he's like, been on and off injured. He used to be their their right magic the man on the left. Hmm. Yeah, but that that might hurt them. I mean, KDB is good; like he'll put the ball in. But who's going to score? That's the problem for Belgium. Lukaku. We again, he's not the same. Like playing in the Italian league is very different from like. Playing national team and stuff. Yeah, I think he's been uh, good for the team as well. I think he's been scoring almost in every other game. Actually, yeah, um, for them, my my dark horse for the Euros is Italy, dude. I, they have been very quietly progressing. Uh, they haven't lost a game in a, in, a, in a very in a pretty long time. That team itself is also uh, is very resolute. It's quick. Let's just have a look at the squad. They have Bonucci. They have obviously Chiellini. Uh, I think uh, they have um, uh, Belotti. They they have a very functional set of players, basically. That there's a new right back who I'm very uh, Federico Chiesa. I think he plays for Italy, right? He's Italian. Sorry, who? Uh, Chiesa. Federico Chiesa. He plays for Juventus. Okay. So um, I think yeah he's he's on the squad. Yeah so I I think generally Italy looked like they could probably sneak in uh, given just how 
efficient they are in front of goal mm. chiro immobile and i think mancini is good at these kind of cup ties where he's good at navigating uh, these tournaments he's been here before i think italy would definitely be my dark horse for the uh, for the tournament those what's yours bro i feel like netherlands somehow they, they never they're always dark horse mm. they somehow reach semis and finals and uh, they never really win it mm. maybe they somehow pull one back and then somehow get us get through the the finals yeah, i think the netherlands um, yeah. and they also heavily depend on their their local league mm. Oh, which is good because those players play a lot together i think hmm also i don't think i think their league ends earlier than most leagues so yeah uh, generally and the league does that purposely so that hmm. the players get to benefit for world cups and euros stuff like that yeah so it's also an, it's an 18 team league anyway right so i think they're um, yeah. so the dutch the dutch have a good squad but it's their, their manager again is a big problem just like uh, the england manager who we'll get to now So I think they have Wijnaldum win, 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 is in the Netherlands squad, right? Mm, yeah, he is. Wijnaldum. Wijnaldum, De Jong, uh, Memphis. Mm, Frankie um, De Jong and uh, Luke De Jong. Krull. Yeah. Who is their striker? They have... Who are... Uh, Depay is... De, De Jong and... Yeah. Mm. Depay and uh, like Luke De Jong. I don't yeah, know. Luke De Jong. I don't... Yeah, but like... Look at... You look at Luke De Jong and you look at... Uh, um the past strikers so they've gone from van persie robin who wesley snyder like to, to that rude van nistelrooy to i mean to, it doesn't really inspire confidence but you know you can never really tell like greece in 2004 had just a, had had a team that wasn't really filled with superstars and they ground their way to the final and eventually won it so you can yeah. you can never tell in, in in like an international tournament so it's i'm excited it's been a while since uh we had an international tournament world cup 2018 was a lot of fun i think 2014 is still my uh, 2014 2010 was still, was still my favorite world cups there's so much happened in those games was 2010 the south africa one right yeah 2010 was the south africa one 2014 was yeah yeah i like that one as well Yeah, yeah, it was a good, good yeah, tournament. 20, 2014 was uh, was Brazil, and it, like the opening opening game, I think game uh, games were Mexico played Mexico, and someone was the uh, were the opening games, uh, and then it was followed by Netherlands and Spain, which was the five one thrashing, one of one of the best World Cup games I've seen. Um, but anyway, enough about the World Cup. Uh, it's time to look at. the true winners of this euros <laughs> the english national team uh, there's a new golden generation coming through uh, managed by um, a, a manager who i am sure is going to waste their talent so general consensus what do you think of this english team and uh, how far can they go they can win it they can easily they can. win they ha- they have it to win it but they don't <laughs> it's uh, yeah like Like even the bookies are giving England the highest chance. Really, England are favourites. England and France are seventeen percent of winning Euro. It's from the bookies side. Yeah, I think the bookies are just deliberately doing that to like get money from <laughs> the English fans. Those fans, no, but they they also have statistical data, right, hmm. on why why they would pick those people. No, but England. All this always happens, right? England like breeze through qualifying and then they go to the tournament and get absolutely whooped. So 
and they're uh, never consistent in within the tournament yeah and the, the funny thing is whoever comes out of the group of death uh, england play them in the quarter finals if england make it out of the group yeah they lost to croatia right yeah they lost to croatia but that croatia went to the final and croatia were a pretty good team they don't think they're the same force they were uh, they're old now modric is old mandzukic is yeah, old they've become very old Yeah, yeah. So it's, a, it's an aging squad and I don't doubt they'll have the legs to carry them all the way through. Pool F is group of death. So, Pool, oh my word. Um, that's, that's a tough, that is tough a, group. That is a group and a half. So, okay, I'll quickly run through these groups and you tell me who is making it out of it, okay? Uh, group A is Turkey, Italy, Wales and Switzerland. I think Italy and uh, Turkey make it out of this group. Wales, maybe. Okay. I think really? I think Italy and Wales will take it mm. through. Yeah. Okay. Uh group B is Denmark, Finland, Belgium and Russia. I think um I mean this is I expect Russia and and Belgium to no actually Belgium and Denmark I think will come out of this on this group. Um I think Belgium and uh, Russia will come out as well. Mm. I went to uh, Belgium and and yeah, Denmark. Yeah. Mm. Oh sorry, went for Denmark. I think Russia might be able to come out too. on top yeah russia surprised us in the world cup i think they can do they can do a good job like nobody knows any russian <laughs> they seem to just do well there yeah, like probably some putin inspiration there if you don't come back you get shot there's a, another at least one win there's an other kind of inspiration they were getting but uh, we'll leave that for another conversation um group d is england croatia scotland and czech republic um you miss we miss group c Um, group group C I'm sorry group C is Netherlands Ukraine Austria and North Macedonia uh, I think uh, Ukraine sure. and Austria make it out of this group I don't yeah, think, say, I don't see Netherlands I think group. I think the Dutch can come through with uh, Ukraine on this I feel they will lose to either Ukraine or they lose to North Macedonia one of them and group D uh, England Croatia Scotland and Czech Republic Uh, England and Croatia will probably make it through. Scotland don't really have a striker, um, so I doubt it'll be a good game to watch. But England's got, I think, and the Czech Republic are. Uh, I I think they have Suchek and uh, and Sufal. I don't really know any other players from there. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea about anybody else. So England and Croatia probably make it out of that group. Um, They're probably missing Peter Czech too. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know who who this keeper is as well. Who do you think is making it out of this group? Do you think England, England, and who else? I think England and uh, Croatia are coming out. Mm-hmm. On top. Yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm. Group E: Spain, Sweden, Poland, Slovakia. Uh, I think Spain and Sweden are making it out of this group. Mm. Poland is. I mean, it's Lewandowski and friends basically. I don't doubt they. Yeah, uh, I think uh, Sweden and Spain as well. Mm. Group F. This is this will be tasty. It's Hungary, Portugal, France, and Germany. Do you think this guy will be in the Swedish card? Oh, Ibrahim. No, no, he's not. He's not. Oh, did they've they been considering him. No, they, yeah, they, they put something. He's on the squad. Oh, I think they called him back. If I'm, I, I he's, he's on the squad. He got a caller. He got a caller. He's he's on the squad. Oh, for the qualifiers. It would be good to see Zlatan at forty. But I, that's yeah. that's detrimental to the team. I mean, he's slow. He slows down the game a lot. But I don't know. No, but he can be like the Giroud role, right? Holding, mm-hmm. holding, holding striker. Mm-hmm. 
group they have F, a target man this is the most interesting i think france and portugal make it out of this yeah, i mean i think france and portugal will come out mm, it's hungary portugal france What's... and germany no france and germany could do it as well mm. uh, ronaldo could go out that be good <laughs> <laughs> as early as uh, the group stages that's a really hard group i feel bad for but actually yeah i mean portugal france most probably as well mm. um but i think german team just know how to break down so that's why i was, I was saying they went out in the world also no that's 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 an issue So you don't know but then that's like that's like the world cup winners curse every more often than not the people who win the world cup tend to go out in the group stage in the next season in the next one yeah that happened yeah. to spain as well yeah. right yeah yeah so there's, there's but that but spain did win it three times in a row so um, no they didn't the three they won they three the consecutive uh, yeah they did the diamond euro world cup euro yeah euro world cup euro world cup euro hmm. but this was with their uh, glory, the glory days of spain ंगलैंड Who so England will probably end up facing either one of three teams, Portugal, France, or Germany. Soon as they uh, get out of their group, if they do, and if they do, <laughs> uh, it's going to be uh, that that should be the end of their tournament. Okay, but uh, mm. now I mean I have issues with Southgate. I don't know your opinions on him. I think he's tactically naive to a point where he just doesn't like. Uh, he doesn't know. how to play a flexible uh, system and there is a real interesting pool of talent i think the next two years is crucial to england winning something because harry kane is not getting old any younger he's 28 uh, 27 this year 28 next year and after he'll be 32 for by the time the next or 31 by the time the next tournament rolls around so he is also desperate to win something um so if you would i would replace him tomorrow but if you were to replace him who would you replace him with Um, for Southgate, yeah, like this can be uh, any manager that's currently being em- uh, under, like who's also employed at a club currently. Hmm. Instead of Southgate, um, not too sure. Let me think. Who would who would do well with this kind of squad with like Raheem Sterling and Reece James and Harry Kane and all? I'll tell you the perfect. There is one name. I think club football is done with him. but national football where he doesn't have to see the players too often and he can play his defensive style football mourinho <laughs> mourinho yeah if cuz jose has no, to no i think you should no, send I him if you send him to the national squad i don't think so this is such a nice attacking squad yeah but the thing like, is you have to do, like, don't do a mourinho to them you you don't, don't need to attack fluidly at world cups right you just need to be consistent you to be a machine you just have to keep churning out wins and getting them through the line and that's what i think that's why mori it's like multiple cup finals you just need a good club manager right who's mm. a good cup manager mori no dude <laughs> yeah yeah i know well, other than him who's an attacking cup manager 
Uh, I would. I mean, you have uh, Jurgen Klopp would have, but he's not like Klopp, yeah. actually a, a Pep can actually maybe handle this team. Mm, but yeah. I think, mm, but uh, I don't know. He I think, has that mastermind thing. Even Tuchel will just in, invent some roles for every fellow. <laughs> Tuchel, yeah, <laughs> I think he'll do. That's actually not not a bad idea. I think Mourinho is like generally. He, club football doesn't work for him anymore. I think if he moves towards a national team and settles there, uh, he'll be he meets the players every couple of months. He then he can do his rousing speeches like he did uh, for you know did it in that documentary. Have, by the way, have you guys all seen or nothing? All have you seen all or nothing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's like I I was so pumped for Spurs this year because I watched it. I was like, oh, this Mourinho is amazing. He's just uh, he's so inspirational, and his like the way he talks, all of that is utter bullshit. It's like a it's like a trap we keep falling into. But yeah, I think I think Josie is also is a definite shout. Now, um, if so, this, I've seen been seeing a lot of this online, and I thought we might as well dip our beak into it as well. Um, who is your who would your starting eleven for the World Cup be, and why? So pick a formation. Yeah, so pick a formation. uh pick your 11 pick your subs who you think should go to the world cup okay um so i'll start with my team yeah i would go with a 4231 hmm um with henderson at the back hmm uh, as a keeper hmm or van bissaka on the right hmm maguire on the uh, maguire and stones in the center hmm and shaw on the left Mm. They've all had great seasons this year, and mm. I think uh, they'll be good for the upcoming World Cup, Euro mm-hmm. uh, tournament. Mm-hmm. And then in, for the holding midfielders, I would put uh, Watras and Rice. Mm. Oh um, yeah, they they've been really good this season as well for mm. their respective clubs. Mm. And then for the wingers and the attacking midfield, I would take. Um, Rashford, Grealish, and Mount, hmm. uh, and Kane up top. No, it's not a bad team. Though um, yeah. it's your team, and uh, are we doing subs as well? Or yeah, do subs. Okay, um, I would take Pope, Walker, Mings, Sancho, and Calvert Lewin as my subs. Who is your starting keeper? Henderson. Okay. I don't think that he'll start. That he'll start, but okay. Um, yeah, he won't. He may not start, but mm-hmm. I, I would love to see him in goal for mm. for the country. Though it's your team. So I think yeah. I mean, if you would look at the squad, I think four to three one is probably their best suited squad to make use of all the players. Mm. Uh, so I I'd go with the goalkeeper, maybe Pope, mm. or or yeah, actually Pope only mm. would be better. I think. Okay. Um, for the defense, I'd go with uh, I'd go with Reese James, uh, Chilwell. Hmm. I I think they work solidly together on, yeah. on the wings. Hmm. Like they're really good at attacking. Hmm. They might not be great defensively, but they're hmm. really good at attacking. Hmm. Uh, put Walker and Stones in the center maybe. Hmm. That's nice. Actually, Or, not a, that's that's a pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you would have like yeah. these hmm. two guys. Who play together and those two guys who play together. So nice, nice. Like Chelsea, mm. City thing. Mm. 
for holding uh, would be Declan Rice. Hmm. Uh, and uh, interestingly, why not Jesse Lingard, right? <laughs> oh yeah, he's. I, I, mean, I think he I think play. he's he's definitely going, dude. Yeah, right. But I don't hmm. know if he's holding, holding. Hmm. He's more attacking, right? Um, like, but the problem is Mason Mount has that that uh, that position locked up. Hmm. Right. Um, hmm. But I, I, I'd go with Declan Rice, Mason Mount, Jesse Lingard, j- just to try it out. Maybe hmm. it'll work for them. Okay. Uh, for forwards, uh, up top, I'd just go with Harry Kane. So who's who? Are your wingers. Uh, uh, Raheem Sterling. Hmm. Uh, that side, I don't know. Like, uh, Calvert Lewin's the only one I think. Right. But he's a striker, no? It's a problem. Yeah, that's, that's mm. an interesting problem. I mean, who else is there? Watkins and Foden. Rashford. They have Rashford. You have Sancho. Sancho. Uh, yeah. You have oh, you have Jack Grealish, which is criminal if you don't take him and go. Oh yeah, Rashford would be good. I think mm. Rashford. Can yeah, Foden as well. Mm. Yeah, Foden. That's what I was thinking. Foden. Mm. But Foden's more of a central striker, right? No, he's like uh, a hold. He plays as a hold, uh, as a central attacking midfielder. So, oh, so he cuts. Yeah, in yeah Pep is. He yeah. plays like he's the he's the perfect false nine. So if Kane gets injured. That's that's what they should do. Hi, he's a false nine, right? So hmm. he's still central guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He I plays. Mean, he's yeah. not a wing, wing, wing. No, 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 no. He plays. Central, yeah. No, I'd probably put Rashford and Sterling. That's hmm. what. Like you don't need anybody else. Mm-hmm. The only problem is if you have like bigger teams, then these two guys they'll get flung around. Nothing else. Yeah, that's 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 how this thing. And on your bench, who have you got? Um, I put Foden on my bench. Mm. I put Calvert Lewin on my bench. Mm. Um, I put uh, who's there? The defender I forgot. Um, Aaron Van Bissaka, Connor Cody, Mings, that, Mings. Cody. Shaw. Yeah, Shaw is Trippier. there. Trippier. Trippier. Trippier, Shaw. Uh, and those two, uh, this thing, forwards. Mm-hmm. Midfield, maybe uh, Calvin Phillips. Uh, oh, yeah, that's. Uh, I think he's also definitely. That's a, that's a good. That's a good. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah, Calvin Phillips would be a good, good thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so my team is I. I've gone with three at the back, uh, a three-four-two-one. I feel because that's what he might end up playing. So I've gone uh, Pope in goal, uh, Maguire, Stones, and Walker as your three centre backs because Walker is good at playing out from the midfield, and he's also quick in getting back if England get caught on the counter. Um, you have Trent and Shaw on either wing. I think Shaw has been the best left back. Uh, in in the league this season, kind of, and Trent, I think if you give him the defensive protection, he will start like he'll he will really cause havoc with his uh, uh, with his crosses into the box. Uh, a midfield two of Mountain Henderson, um, who is um, who I think will be, we just need grit in midfield. You need someone who's able to um, you know. Retrieve the ball back and carry and, and carry the attack forward. I think Henderson is very good at breaking up play, and Mount is also like he's got a grit engine on him, and he can he can ball. That guy is I'm, I'm a big fan of him. 
and he's got he's a great uh, free kick specialist as well right he's like he's pretty good at dead ball situation so there's he's a double threat okay. there uh and my front three i've gone with rashford sancho and kane i think kane uh, sancho is is very will be really good on the right hand side and rashford is really good on the left um so if you go right and left if on either of either side of, of kane you have you stand a very good chance at um having a, a pretty solid attack on the bench uh, i've got jordan i've got uh, dean henderson I've got cavert lewin i've got jack relish who i would have loved to play this if it's a 4 to 3 one if this team starts a 4 to 3 one he has to be he has to be playing like everything should go through him because he is my favorite player this season so far i'd also take james madison who is another great um attacking midfielder he's also had a great season with leicester uh aaron van bissaka if they decide to switch to a four at the back because if this if it's a four at the back um i'll take trent off because he's quite useless at defending one on ones and van bissaka is perfect for that um foden uh, declan rice and sterling now the one person that i kind of want to go that's like my dark horse to travel uh is a striker it's, it's callum wilson i i feel the england should take yeah cuz he's just like look at him dude like he is the sole reason newcastle are like are not already relegated They're, yeah he is the only thing keeping them up yeah. he is like that ultimate yeah. fox in the box he is, he sniffs out these chances in in my opinion he's a better striker than callum uh, better than uh, than cavert lewin but he won't mm. i don't think he'll go because uh he so plays for he plays for yeah he plays for newcastle yeah. Yeah. and like another name i've been hearing a lot is this kid in the champ in the championship his name's ivan tony uh yeah i've uh, heard that as well uh he's a next mm. he's a next newcastle boy he's i think he plays for brentford or something he's got 27 goals in 34 appearances wow yeah so i mean i know it's a championship and all but it like, yeah. if you i remember in 2006 italy took this guy called fabio grosso who was playing in serie b and he scored the uh, the goal that against germany in extra time and so it's like immobile also went he was playing in serie b when uh, they went to the euros so there's he's i think he's definitely someone they should look at but they won't yeah. because he doesn't play for the premier league there's one one guy that i would love to see uh, on the team is uh, bamford hmm yeah, oh yeah he's oh, yeah, just been overlooked by by the selectors he's had a great season scoring at every chance he gets no my issue with bamford is he requires a lot of chances in england don't create much because mm. so bamford requires i mean kane one chance goal you know it's happening true true so it's like one shot bang um, and i doubt i would I, love to see him at least his name on the on the squad i i think only watkins goes up ahead of goes ahead of him i don't think southgate mm. likes bamford as much even though bamford's got a great engine on him and he's been working and he's been working with bielsa yeah uh, so no but that he works only in a bielsa thing i think most yeah. people don't rate him that highly yeah mm. because bielsa they always they always pushing forward right excuse me uh and they're always like So there's more chance after chance. He, he tends to miss the first two, and the third is the one he ends up scoring with. And I think, That's a charm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I think that um, do you guys have any people you want? I mean, you said Bamford. Do you have anyone that you want to see at the World Cup? Not really. I think this the the squad that they picked is actually not bad. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe maybe Bamford like like he said, but 
I I recognize why they've not selected him, but mm. overall, I think they already have headaches with who to pick mm. right now. For for so they don't need more headache. Mm. In, in my opinion, I think so. I mean, I think that kind of wraps up. I I, I feel England will get out the get out of the group, and I think that they're probably going to lose to whoever comes out of that group of death because. Um, I don't know. I just don't. I I think as much as they they're good going attacking uh, forward attacking wise, uh, defense is majorly suspect because as John Stones has had a great season, but him next to Maguire, I have serious doubts because Maguire also Maguire needs to be next to a guy who is able to like yell, uh, be vocal with his defenders and who's able to lead. He's not a leader. He's that he's that second defender. He's very good at being that second defender. a guy who cleans up and i i think stones also has the same problem so there's they're lacking lacking lead, a real leader at the back so i think that could be an issue and also they looked really disjointed against um, albania so yeah I, i don't i don't know how don't have a lot of faith in them going forward okay uh moving on to the weekend's fixtures um those your your boys chelsea or the opening fixture of the weekend they play west brom which i think should be a comfortable win for you or yeah it should be but those guys sit back also yeah but like, when yeah. i i feel like tushil has more answers to a low block than most people because his three at the back system overloads right so he'll cause enough chaos in that back uh, in that low block to cause it to yeah he's been used to it at psg right like yeah. if you if you're psg every team is low block mm. like your only tactics are how to beat low block how to beat low block, low block yeah so the, <laughs> So, so I think yeah, he's also figured it out. Mm. But but um, let's see. Uh, I yeah, I think we should win. We should win comfortably. Mm. I think yeah. uh, and then uh, they have. I think Leeds play Sheffield. Sheffield look already gone, and I think and Leeds um, are are being very functional. They're just racking up points. Um, they aren't playing as free flowing as they were uh, at the start of the season. So I think they're they're a comfortable win there. Uh, Leicester City. Akshay, where do you think this is going? Uh, I really wanted to go Leicester's way, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I don't um, see Man City. City, City are just too good, right? Too too good in form, and um, I think they'll take it away this this game. And the funny thing is, Leicester beat City five two at the Etihad at the start of the season. <laughs> no one. Yeah. Vardy had a hat trick in that game. Um. So. Oh yeah, question. Would you take Jamie yeah. Vardy to the to the Euros? I wouldn't. I would. I would. Why not? Yeah, I would. The guy is good. I would totally take Vardy to the Euros. He'll harass every defense, irritate the life out but, of them. But he's also fun. old. He's also old. Yeah, but you've gotten like understand. Yeah, but he's he's still such a good job as as a striker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, like I feel he still got that pace on him, and Vardy didn't play for a couple of years, right? Between twenty five and twenty. Twenty-seven. He didn't play, so he still he hasn't like aged like other strikers have. I, that's definitely an outside chance. Imagine Jamie Vardy, dude. But he doesn't. Uh, Southgate, man, Southgate. Yeah, Arsenal, that's fine. Arsenal, that's fine. Arsenal, Liverpool. Uh, I see this going. This is the battle of the outer farms, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to end up in a draw. This game. This no, is... I think Arsenal might actually pull through <laughs> this one. Yeah, they usually beat Liverpool at home, or oh, they're very good against. against mm. They have a good record against Liverpool at home. And so yeah, I, I, I think no Liverpool just no confidence left, or 
they don't care that like we won last year fuck it i i think they are so, they're solely concentrating on uh, the champions league yeah, yeah which makes sense right like just do that yeah oh also we kind of missed the city i mean think, speaking of man city aguero is leaving at the end of the season which marks he's been here what since 2011 yeah he scored that amazing goal in 2012 yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that was like their most like iconic moment. Yeah, he or maybe his... Premier League's most iconic moment, like that last goal against Queens Park Rangers. Oh, yeah, and then they got the the title ahead of Manchester. I think I think we should not talk about it anymore. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you do you remember where you as were? As painful as it is, yeah, I, I was in my living room, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just celebrating because Manchester United didn't win it. <laughs> So I'll tell you exactly how it happened for me, right? So I had exams the next day, so I wasn't watching the game. I was studying. It was every twenty minutes, twenty-five minutes, I check on the score. And United were playing Sunderland, and it was like chance after chance after chance, but they just weren't scoring. They, the Rooney scored the one goal, and United won the game. Okay, so and I was following this on the Telegraph uh, website's blog uh, live update page. And at this time, I was following the score at City, and it was one nil to uh, City, and then uh, uh, QPR equal, uh, equalized, and they scored again. It was two one, and then Joey Barton got sent off. Mm. Uh, but in in the first half, and he tried taking other players with him. He got sent off, and it was like I was like, oh, Barton, like Barton has lost this game for us. And uh, and in the night till the ninetieth minute, it was still two one, and I remember distinctly that by the time. Uh, maybe united's game was playing was 5 minutes ahead so the time they wrapped up uh, city was still in the 90th minute so the 90 the 92nd yeah. minute uh, jeco equalizes and i think around the 93rd minute qpr realized they are not getting relegated so yeah so they start celebrating they start yeah. celebrating and that's mm-hmm. when uh, baratelli gets the ball and he starts making that run and and this is when i went up to the television because i went up to the living room to uh, and i turned the television on and i see balotelli in the box and he slips and makes that makes that pass to aguero literally as i turn it on slips and makes that pass to aguero and aguero scores and it and they win the league and i was i cannot like that for years that gave me uh, that gave me nightmares it's just like oh it is it is one of the greatest moments of the premier league that it has ever had and i would have loved for it to have happened to been the other way around <laughs> or been the other way around or know? been the other way. i mean it's happened plenty of times for united in, in last minute winners and yeah i mean united united have always been known the man Fuggy winning time. in foggy time yeah foggy time. yeah last minute then, like. yeah last minute winners after last minute winners yeah but not winning the championship at the last minute you see uh, yeah yeah um, <laughs> that that that's that will obviously go down as one of the greatest moments in the premier league and i think he's definitely been the striker of the decade he's like yeah this. especially in in the premier league there's nobody else right nobody as consistently scoring i think nobody i think rooney rooney is up there in the comparison but he's him. not from this decade yeah rooney i think is yeah rooney ended 2014 2013 he was done and that's when aguero mm. started to cost so I wouldn't so, put Rooney so. as part of this decade. Even though 2011 he had 2012 he had that 30 goal season and 2011 he had a 25 29 2009 to 2012 Rooney was uh, was insane but then he had that drop. Yeah. So yeah. Aguero I I still put him above Aguero as one of the greatest strikers because he played so many different positions. Um mm. he never really like Rooney never played I mean he 
only much later did he play through the center because half the time Ferguson was asking him to go sit on the left so Ronaldo could run free. Um, yeah, they were going to build a, a, a statue for him because oof. Man City, along with David Silva and company, they're building his statue as well. Hey, they're not building one for Yaya Toure. I would have loved. Yeah, it. they should. They, they already have a Yaya Toure statue. They do. They do. They do. Really? They do. They do. I, I, I don't think they do. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even get cake, bro. Why they'll give him a statue? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they haven't. They've been talking, saying that he deserves a statue. If David Silva is getting one, then he should get one and all that jazz. But I think yeah, yeah. That, that spine should get it. Company Silva, yeah. Torre, uh, mm-hmm. Aguero. They like that. that was one oh, of the company best. got a statue, right? Company got a statue. Yeah, what company. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's Captain cool. Fantastic. That was, he was there yeah. before all of this, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, but where do you think he's gonna go, Aguero? I think he's either going. He's going to the MLS, or he might go as a free. I would take him at at United, dude. Even as a free agent to come off the bench and score goals. Holy shit! Like, would I you mean, not? I, I take him at Chelsea as well, but you know they're probably not going to sell him. No, to, he's he, or he's not going to. He's he's a free agent, right? Yeah. But he still respects. If someone's going to build a statue and stuff, hmm. to not go to another Premier League team. So I feel like uh, he'll probably go to. I think Juve is the best place for him. Like best for old burgers, <laughs> just like slow football. I really think he'll uh, go to MLS as well. They, they take or, all the or for all you know, he might he might PSG uh, hook up with with Messi uh, at PSG. No, Barca, dude. Barca, I don't. I no, Barca won't buy him. Dude. No, if Messi stays, then you like you have to give give bring my friend or I won't stay. No, but yeah, but <laughs> some teenager bullshit like that. They they need a newer striker. They need. Uh, I I think so. This is so with Aguero leaving, which means only one thing is happening. Like if Aguero is leaving, City of Holland. Yeah, but yeah, Holland. Holland's coming. Uh, Dortmund are quoting a hundred fifty-four yeah. million for Holland. They'll pay it. City, but City never pay that kind of money. If you noticed, their highest transfer fees. So they'll find. A, they'll 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 find a way to, to bring it down the, Yeah, drive the price down uh, or like, do something. Rayola will get an no, island somewhere. I, yeah, I re- so I remember Juventus tried to sign Suarez last year, mm. but then he didn't pass some exam or something, so that deal went through. Mm. I mean, it didn't it didn't go through. Uh-huh. So they're probably going to try. I know that Morata was literally lives on the offside, hmm. and they don't have anyone who replaced, you know, like Mandzukic and all of those guys. That's Zizia actually is probably the best best suited like role there. Hmm. I think yeah, uh, I think yeah, Juventus would be a, would be a good shout. I think Ronaldo also leaves yeah. next year, so I I think um, yeah. Ronaldo will probably take. Will will probably go to the to the states because I I feel he really like there is a side of him that really wants to pursue acting. So if he if he goes to LA, he'll have that opportunity to uh, check it out. Also, he's not he does, he's, yeah he's pretty fluent in English. Um, he's, he has a massive mm-hmm. fan base and he starts showing up in movies, kicking footballs, uh, like like Neymar did in Triple X Two. No, no, that the new trip. Yeah, that there was a new version of with uh, with Vin Diesel, right? 
Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when Neymar is yeah, like Santa Cage. Put, yeah, yeah, Santa Cage. So, yeah, Deepika Padukone was in that movie, right? How can we forget? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay, now going getting back to the weekend's fixtures, let's quickly run through this. Uh, on Sunday, Southampton play Burnley. I, I think uh, Burnley win this. Southampton are shit. It's just because there are five worst teams, they're not going to get relegated. They also, they yeah. also look exhausted because, um, I mean, Hassan Hurtel... And they've been hit by injuries as well. Yeah, Hassan Hurtel presses his team Yeah, presses his team to death. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know how that's going to turn out. Newcastle Spurs. Uh, last time they played each other, it was 1-1 till the 90th. Uh, it was 1-1 till the 90th minute and then one, one absolute useless handball rule came into play and uh, Newcastle equalized. But I think mm. Newcastle are on a pretty bad uh, downward spiral of form. I think they take it comfortably. Uh, anyone has any disagreements? Anyone thinks Newcastle will pull off a surprise win? No, no, no. Chance. No, I don't think so. No chance. We've no. always said this, but like even the season, last season when Pochettino was there, Newcastle beat Spurs. Joe Linton scored the first goal and somebody scored like that. I remember too, they beat them 2-0, but they beat them 2-0 away. Mm. Well, uh, that that's always just drawn down to lads. It's Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> like some things you just can't explain. You just just be like lads. Tottenham. That's about it. I think it was just a one nil win. Yeah, probably. I think just yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Villa versus Fulham. Uh, I expect Fulham to win this. I think Villa are pretty bad without Grealish. They looked really bad. I think he's him. coming back. I think he's coming back. Uh, is he back yeah. this week? Is he back this week? Are I they using Barkley now? He's no, not been playing. No, when Grealish is another, shouldn't he be playing then? I'm. I don't know what's happening. I think him and him and Grealish worked really well together, but I don't know why. He's either injured or he's just not in form. He hasn't been starting. He returned yeah. to the training, so I'm not sure if uh, Grealish will start or not. Hmm. Then there's. Um, of course, United Brighton is 11.30 kickoffs because we have no better job in life. 12 o'clock. Uh, 12, 12 o'clock, is it? Yeah. Oh, lovely. Um, <laughs> so, I expect this to end in a draw. Mm. I feel... I expect Brighton, Brighton to win this. Yeah, especially after what happened... I wouldn't happened, be surprised if they win. Especially uh-huh. after what happened in the reverse fixture this season. You know, when uh, United played Brighton, second game of the season. And Brighton were thulping them, and then they got that penalty in the 90th minute after the referee had blown, blown the whistle because Mope was an idiot. Yeah. Uh, so, like you, I expect this to be a draw because I don't. I, I mean, Rashford's gotten a break, so you probably start. Cavani will start. Bruno has played. I he, think he played 45 minutes the other day. Uh, Pogba played played about 45 minutes too. So I think they both yeah. come back fresh. Yeah, they would. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't trust this team. Everton Crystal Palace. Palace also are utter shit, with, especially without Zaha. But Everton also don't look great. But I think Everton squeezed this through. A 1 0 win, courtesy Richarlison. Zaha also might be back for them. Oh, really? I think I saw him training mm. the other day. What do you uh, have on Wolves, sure. Wolves West Ham? I think this game ends 2 uh, 0 to West Ham because. Um, last time, I think Bulls, when Bulls played West Ham and they had Jimenez, they lost 4-0 to them. Suchek scored 2 and like it was, mm. it was a crazy game. But I think West Ham still, especially with the way Lingard is playing, they they probably um, get, get the win here. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I think West Ham's going to take it. Um, Wolves have been shit. Uh, they'll they, they lose it for sure. Mm. Akshay, captaincy choices and transfer. What Are you making any transfers this week? Uh, I think I'm going to save off for my transfer this week. Mm. And use it next week. I have a pretty solid team for now. Yeah, I I, I, stick with that. yeah I do too. So I don't really see the need to like make any switches. I think generally... Um, the team is fine, so I think I'll bank the transfer this week. Uh, I have an yeah. issue with with benching, so I probably will have to bench Watkins in favor of um, Gundogan because I still have three city assets and I kind of want to get rid of them soon. Mm. Um, I want to bring this down to like either get Diaz in place of Cancelo and Stones because both of them are rotation risk while Diaz plays everybody. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. So, so there's. Um, so there's that and as for captaincy choices I am wavering between uh, uh, three options really I might pick Stones at Leicester I might pick uh, Kane at Newcastle and Bruno against Brighton because Bruno is like a points magnet Kane against Brighton no. against, against a, a sad Newcastle always the best um, mm. thing and yeah I don't know those tell us what you won't do <laughs> I just won't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Just let my team be as it is, and just hope hope for the best. <laughs> Inshallah, they will do well. Yeah, the least stressful, the best way of getting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so there's apparently some news that says that Haaland wants to play for Real Madrid. Mm. Uh, mm. That's where he really wants to go. But Dortmund are only willing to sell him if they qualify for Champions League next season. Oh, Otherwise, okay. they might retain him. What position are, are they playing him at? Because, no, they have to sell him this year. No, that, that, that's what at least the sport journal or something is saying. Uh, uh, no, because... Uh, they're currently fifth on the table. Oh, really? With, uh, and they're four points behind number four. It's going to be a tricky situation. Oh, for squeaky them. bum time. No, because next season his release clause kicks in, and that's at seventy-five million. Mm. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, but yeah, this, this this might happen that if they don't qualify, they don't. So if Haaland, so if Haaland goes to Madrid, Mbappe stays at PSG. He'd yeah. go to Barcelona. No, they can't afford him. No one can afford him. They they won't they won't take him. Uh, there would have been one club, I think, if they get... I think in two seasons, if he's at PSG next season, um, and the season after that, he'll move to this club, I know. This saudi bad club. <laughs> by Hopefully by that time. <laughs> <laughs> Mbappe, the Jordi lad. <laughs> also, UFA, UFA is, is uh, in the next two or three days, they're deciding on this new Champions League thing where they'll have this Swiss style 36 league 36 team Champions League how much is it now so they're 24? trying to decide yeah yeah it's that's 24 not, right that's not, that's so, so they want to increase right it to 36 no 36 Why? as if they're not been playing enough games no this is that to fend up the whole Super League hmm. uh, situation so they're trying to make it 36 hmm. teams so I we'll know in the next two. I don't two want a Super days. League, dude. Just generally, I find 
like that 2019 champions league quarter final semi final doesn't happen if there's a super league true hmm. but you can't argue that most people would rather watch chelsea play barcelona or chelsea play real madrid like chelsea haven't really ever played real madrid this whole decade you know oh they haven't and right? you have to they haven't right Mm. and you have to really wait for the odds to be in your favor to see a game like that mm. but if you had a super league with like mm. barcelona real madrid atletico uh, and you had the top 6 english sides top what are italian sides arguably that be a much more interesting league who have chelsea been going out to in the last couple of years last year they went out to bayern the year bayern before, yeah before that they won the europa so they didn't weren't, weren't in it Before yeah. that, it was Atletico, I think. Yeah, it's all, usually been Atletico or PSG. Hmm. Like I don't know why we always get PSG. Um, yes. Crook, <laughs> we just last ten years we've just been getting PSG. Hmm. Yeah, but there is a lot of uh, like how the Premier League happened. Mm-hmm. Just, just like everybody hated it, but. it it happened that the top teams will be the the premier league yeah. will be the top flight it was the national league right, right? That, that was the thing right because it was yeah it was happening but they changed the... a lot of rules and they made the premier league separate from the fa mm. like under the fa but separate still mm. yeah yeah right mm. uh, so nobody was happy with that like why should this league be on its own and all it should come under the fa mm. but it's still doing so well it's a good thing right Hmm. and the premier league was able to generate the tv rights and the marketing and all that to go global but so I, i i feel like a, a super league is eventually but i i do want to keep seeing uh, bayern play like these guys keep playing each other regularly season after season it's it kind of takes away from the whole mystique of the champions league where i like, okay i don't know who i want to get in the draw it could have been like look at hmm. you look at that ajax juventus game they're like oh they got ajax tulp them and then they went on to beat madrid at the bernabeu again and then there was yeah i i agree i agree i mean i know the champions league is what it is mm. so what they're going to probably do is like do a super league side by side with your uh, with your domestic league and then mm. eventually it'll just be a super league somehow mm. like the not league. the biggest fan but i'm like i'm interested to interested to see where this goes yeah i mean a lot of football like purists would hate it mm. but you know the money is there mm. uh, jp morgan's already yeah. said they'll back it by 2 billion dollars mm. if you want it to happen they're going to back it mm. 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 so there's oh man there's only one way for footballs going right especially with the kind of money but it's like you look at barcelona when they gave messi that salary increment it's screwed them over they they don't really have a yeah it's not sustainable right yeah it's not not at all so how much longer are you going to keep throwing money at a problem to say like oh it's going to fix it going to fix it you're essentially going down the formula 1 road work where oh like you have okay but by the way i mean i may talk a lot i have a lot of formula and uh, analogies <laughs> i've been watching drive to survive over the last two days <laughs> and i'm i'm totally addicted to it but yeah it's like a, a scenario where you have the the best team and and the best player uh, and the best coach they are going to win the little guy would would have had a better coach with probably a more efficient tactic system but if you're just going to like it's basically taking the galactico model and throwing it 
across um, across leagues no but you, you see football today is unsustainable with the transfer market 100 million 200 million hmm. it's going crazy right no then uh, they should do what they like, like like it's not even like chelsea or or barca or madrid make money they don't they just keep sinking more and more money into players it's not so, sustainable after a point or oh, psg it's just that they're backed by oil backed with money rich yeah. No, yeah, they should. They have to keep pouring money in there. That's See, it. I think you need one entity at this point that, like, we know what the NBA does, right? The NBA has salary caps. Has yeah. Like, right. I think that it's about time transfer caps were included because this is ridiculous now. I think the whole Neymar transfer it, it's been happening bit by bit. It's, it happened in two thousand five when Ferd. I mean, when Rio Ferdinand went for thirty million, it was like, oh, this is the new benchmark. Then a couple of years later, Ronaldo went for eighty million. Then a couple mm-hmm. of years after that. Um, I think Hazard went for about 30 I mean 35 40 million he went and then uh uh when Nibramovic when came 35, in 35 40 million for Hazard was still but was yeah. was yeah it was a pretty yeah. good deal I mean yeah I remember him tweeting yeah. I think cuz he was supposed to go to one of three clubs and he said I'm joining the European champions and you and you him Oscar and one and no Mata was already there I remember that that front three they had but yeah no my, my issue is like I mean you have to um see the NBA is sustainable uh only and because they have about what 18 how many teams does the nba have about 18 teams i think they have 24 if i'm not wrong okay no they have more than but that but the 24 teams are like all star right so no, yeah, at least for the premier at least for the premier league okay people know the clubs hmm. in france other than psg it's literally farmers league no one gives a shit about the other team No, but Lyon, Marseille, right. you have all. I mean, you have. Okay, you'll have, have a handful, teams. two or three. The NBA has thirty teams. Yeah, they're they're only Sorry. big thing is Champions League for them. Like PSG can, or even Bayern, hmm. they can win their leagues with their eyes closed, eyes closed. Hmm. Or so, even even the Spanish league, like they're not getting any generating any revenue by playing real soccer card or yeah, uh, but it, some, but it some random team. like with, with with the introduction of european league it kills uh, what do you call revenue for the smaller teams right it does it, i'm not saying it's a good model hmm. i'm saying for viewer viewership it's a good model and hmm. for selling rights and media rights it's a good model hmm. for the sport in general it's not yeah it's I, gonna kill sport yes definitely yeah. yeah oh man hopefully and let, let's see how it goes i think we'll we'll have more to yeah. discuss on the on the champions league format in the next couple of days And I think we'll we'll wrap it wrap it here. Uh, unless anyone has any other points yeah. to say. No, I think we'll wrap. I think I think we can wrap it up as well. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, thank you, boys, for coming on. Uh, thank we'll, you for having us again. Uh, and, uh, obviously, you are now my co-hosts. <laughs> looking forward to doing this again next week. Let's do it this next week. Hopefully, we yeah, all have great. Week. Uh, we we have all great fantasy weeks, and hopefully, Tushar doesn't beat us by doing nothing again. <laughs> um yeah cool see you uh th- thank you thank you everyone for listening if you are great <laughs> uh speak soon goodbye